Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Missing Peace podcast. Today, it's me and Kelly talking in our part three of our Working with Nature Cycle series, covering the moon, the lunar cycle. Now, this is the third time that I'm recording this intro, and you've probably heard me say this many times before, but this will be the third time and I am going to post this one because I, yeah, I think I've just got stuck in a bit of um, perfectionism and a little bit of, you've not said that quite right or explained that quite well. Um, And yeah, I've just deleted the last two with a few expletives going on. Uh, So yeah, here we go. Let's uh, hope that this one sticks. (laughs) But essentially that's really interesting because it's very much related to my menstrual cycle. And the lunar cycle can also be related to the menstrual cycle very traditionally. A similar length, not for all of us. We've all got different cycles and different lengths, menstrual cycles. But um, it's traditionally seen as something that women may sync with and did do in the past a little bit more. Um, So the menstrual cycle can actually be pretty valuable and has a bit of a similar flow to the seasons and to the lunar cycle. So I'll link my episode below from season one, actually, gosh, that feels so long ago, which is covering the like seasons and cycles of our menstrual cycle. So you can maybe then work with that and with this lunar cycle as well. But essentially the lunar cycle is where I really began working with more of that um, external, natural cycle I guess I was already working my menstrual cycle but it really I think it's a really beautiful way to start working with cycles and with nature because it is shorter and if we're coming from that life in which we have been you know encouraged to constantly do constantly succeed complete it is a shorter cycle to effectively see the start and end of not necessarily to always go to completion in the way that we think, but it's still something that you can tune into regularly and get a hang of a little bit more easily. Whereas obviously the, the seasons in the Celtic Wheel from the past two episodes are a year, like a year long cycle. So this is a good way to begin, particularly if you are kind of more stuck in that mindset and are ready for that change of pace. And that's what's beautiful about it. I think it's like all the cycles, it's empowering because you take back control of your life because you become aware the cycle shows you of what's going on inside you you check in with yourself more you become basically more aware of who you are in your own energy and that's what the lunar cycle does so beautifully because the lunar cycle is that is that shorter length you can just see a little bit more clearly and so we explain obviously the different phases in this episode but do just take away you know what resonates with you and start with doing as much as you want because it can sometimes feel overwhelming all this cyclical work when you first begin and you feel like you have to know it all but you really don't you know just start with if it's the full moon or the new moon and that's it you don't have to really you know speak on too much more than that really focus on too much more than that should I say but it's just starting if you're feeling a draw to it if you're feeling a draw to work more naturally in this world and work more in tune with yourself and nature then definitely it's a good place to start is the lunar cycle the good old moon and the great thing about the moon is well you know other than when it's cloudy you do see the moon quite a lot so you can become a bit more aware of where the cycle is because you see it more regularly so then you can easily check in with yourself you'd be like oh wow, the moon's getting more full. I can feel that my energy is growing or I've got you know, a bit more confidence or I want to do more, for example. 
and then you're like, oh, the the moon's nearly gone in the sky, and then you can go, hang on, how do I feel? Oh, you know, maybe my energy does feel a little bit more withdrawn. I want to go inwards more, and and so on and so forth. So yeah, it's a really beautiful way to work with it, and I've just found it, I found it life changing to be able to firstly connect to so so much more than just living in this in this kind of really hmm what's the way I want to phrase it not a human world so much but when we get stuck in our own heads and what's important in life and so on and sometimes the things that we think are so important maybe just aren't and we know it you know we go that to-do list is not as important as just feeling how I feel in life and living from that place you know so it's really brought that in um so yeah I hope you enjoy it and if you feel called to work more deeply with it then we have our weekend workshop coming up this weekend on the 4th and 5th of February. And this is going deep into the energy of spring magic. Uh, We'll be working with transitioning from winter as well into that. And it's going to be a very much embodying experience, embodied experience, immersive, working with meditation, with a forest bath, with dance, with different kind of um, objects of natural being. (laughs) phrased that well didn't I but you know (laughs) you get me working with plants is really probably the easiest way to say that but yeah all of me wants to now delete this one but I'm still going this is the intro essentially everybody yeah if you want to work more deeply with me and Kelly as well then we can help support you through working in this way this weekend and if you missed our free workshop will which will have gone ahead last night although it's weird because I'm recording this kind of like a week earlier so I'm like in a different moment of time to where you'll be listening to this it's always kind of strange that but essentially we will have done our free workshop so thank you to everybody who came along I hope you enjoyed it do let us know what you think and we'll actually be sharing the recording of that in a bonus episode this week on the podcast. So you might not have been there live but hopefully you'll still be able to feel that energy and be involved in it because you know energy is something that doesn't go does it? So yeah you can you can join in with that probably I don't know when we're going to release it maybe Wednesday or Thursday. So we'll also be doing an Instagram question and answer this week on Imbolc which is on the 1st of February so in two days time. So if you have any questions about the cycles in any way shape or form then just let me or kelly know in the links below so everybody i will shut up now not delete this intro and let you listen to the rest of the lunar cycle episode of me and kelly bye Hello, Kelly. I was say, how are you? And we've already had the conversations. We've just recorded our Celtic Wheel one, but um, but for everyone who's listening, it's a week apart. So, how are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very well. We've actually got a hailstorm outside now, so I'm not sure if you can hear it. Um, but I'm in my van, and it's quite comforting to hear it. How down, actually. I can hear it a little bit, so I'll maybe see if I can turn up the audio and everyone else can feel it because it's that lovely ambience, isn't it? Of, it is, yeah. 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 Gorgeous. Just that being in, being in nature, connecting with nature. and Yeah. That must be the amazing thing about van life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just brings you cl- that. You're in it all the time, that step closer, really. So Definitely. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. For anyone who didn't listen to the last episode, um, 
Kelly, you've now moved from Greece from the first episode back to the UK, haven't you? And you're yes. in your van. <laughs> I have, yes, yes, yes. That's another change of energy, I guess, in yourself, isn't it? It is a huge change of energy because although we were technically in winter in Greece and the mornings and evenings were cold, we didn't really have much winter during the day compared to here. So I feel like that real like inward winter energy, just all snug and cosy. Mm. and yeah just embracing the elements a lot more when I go out to walk and yeah yeah gorgeous connection um so yeah in this episode we're going to talk about the moon the lunar cycle um and just explain a little bit more about that the different phases I mean there are eight phases but I guess we'll probably focus on the main ones to begin with won't we um so then people can sort of start working with with the energy of say like the full the new maybe the dark moon um, and a bit more about the waxing and the waning but there are there are a few other bits that are essentially about waxing and waning aren't there yeah 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 but I think like you say essentially really we work with the new and full moons to begin with yeah so as not to overwhelm I suppose and just and I think they're the ones that people feel the most as well yeah, absolutely. And then if you want to explore further, you can explore further. But we don't want to make this overwhelming. And I don't know about you. Were you like this, Kelly? But when I first started exploring the lunar cycle, I was like, what? Even just getting used to what the full moon was, what the new moon was, felt quite a bit. And then and then, as the more you kind of get to know it, you can add more in. But yeah, it's a bit of um, information overload. It is, yeah, because it's the, you've got like the time the moon is exact, and the optimum times to work with the new and full moons. So with the new moon, it's 24 to 48 hours after the moon is exact. And with the full moon, it's 24 to 48 hours running up to when the moon is exact. However, we've all got kind of lives going on and schedules, etc. So it's not always possible to sit with these energies and perform rituals no. or ceremonies at these times if you have other things going on so I think it's just important to be aware of the energies and work with it when you can and you know if you can work the optimal times then great but if not it's it's when you can really and it's just identifying okay now is a now is a new moon now is a full moon this is Mm -hmm. a sign it's in right now understanding a little bit more about that yeah Absolutely, that's it. And you can dive into that as as you go. So we'll give an overview of it, explain a bit about the energies, some of the rituals we work with, um, and I guess why we like working with the lunar cycle as well and what that's brought us. So um so yeah, essentially the lunar cycle is I think specifically it's twenty nine point five days long. But I mean we can all see it as around about a month, which makes it this lovely cycle that we can work with on a regular basis isn't it that time when we can actually flow through a beautiful cycle of beginnings of release um and essentially uh well what I actually thought was to start with a very little practice which you can do with your eyes open as well if you want um which is just a way of using your breath to connect to the moon cycle um would you like me to talk you through that yes please Becca that would be beautiful thank you Lovely, no problem. So for everybody listening, just take a moment to begin to settle in, closing your eyes if you want, or a soft gaze at the floor. 
down below. You can do this also walking. It's just to slowly bring your attention to your inside world, using the breath as an anchor. So just beginning to notice your inhale and your exhale. And maybe noticing the little pause at the top of the inhale and at the bottom of the exhale. And just beginning to deepen that a little bit, lengthening the inhales and the exhales. You can even place your hands on your belly and your heart to feel the breath move. And as you stay connected to your breath, I'm just going to read a little passage from Kirsty Gallagher's Lunar Living. The dark moon is the lowest energetic part of the lunar cycle is just like the very bottom of your exhale, an empty space. Here you feel as though you want to close your eyes and retreat inwards, be quiet and still. Even the body seems to close in and sink down as everything draws inwards into this empty space. There is no energy for anything but simply being in that void and pausing, listening, resting. As you begin to inhale, like the waxing moon, you feel an influx of energy. It's as though you literally begin to breathe life back into yourself. Your energy starts to return and along with it, your inspiration and drive to go out there into the world and make things happen. The full moon is the very top of the inhale. There is a sense of completion and fullness and everything feels alive and possible. Your whole being feels expansive, open and receptive. It's as though everything suddenly becomes clear. And as you exhale, like the waning moon, there is a feeling of release, surrender, letting go. As you get closer to the end of your exhale, everything seems to get more inwardly focused and quiet and small, returning back into the void. So just sitting with them words and focusing on your breath. Just feeling how that lunar cycle is represented within you. And just beginning to come back to your natural breath. Coming back to the moment right now. Opening your eyes if they were closed and just taking a look at the room around you just to bring you back here. Just remaining connected throughout the day and just focusing on this to pick on the energy of the moon. Oh, that was lovely, Becca. Thank you. You're welcome. I just think 
it was such a lovely way when I read that to really get to understand the cycle, which we'll explain a little bit more, but just to give you an idea of how it how it feels in your body, isn't it? Yeah, for me, I felt like it was coming up from the root, through mm. the chakras, and it made me think about the fact that we are connected to the moon and her energies. Yeah. And what a beautiful gift that is, actually, that every month yeah. we have this opportunity to dream up and co-create and then look at what's no longer serving us and release mm -hmm. and we're in tune with those cycles we have that beautiful opportunity to work in that cyclical way and honor who we are as cyclical beings yeah what up a deep gratitude for the moon for me oh that's lovely thank you for sharing yeah it's that it really reminds you of that connection um to nature to the moon and yeah i think yeah it's just a, a really beautiful one um i really recommend that book for anybody as well who wants to delve in deeper but to just begin with explaining the lunar cycle a little bit more as you were introduced to it there the lunar cycle is about that sort of 29.5 days 30 days long and it's from the new moon to the new moon and the new moon is when we don't see the moon in the sky. Uh, the moon is in between the sun and the earth. So the sun isn't able to illuminate the moon on us. And that is, as was described there, that time when we've probably, you know, we've just gone through a period of waning. We're getting to our, I guess, our, our lowest part of energy. And it's very much an inward energy, but also a time in which we bring in new beginnings um, and... It's just, I know that we've had a question on this actually about working with the new moons, haven't we? Because it can be one that most people focus on the full moon, but I think the new moon's a really important one as well. And I think it'd be good for us to maybe share how we work with that and a little bit more of what that represents for us. What do you think? Yeah, I think, yeah, that would be wonderful. So we've asked for this series of podcasts for questions from our communities. And there was a really beautiful question it was, is there anything we can be doing on a new moon or is it more powerful or better to work with just the full moon? And I think mm -hmm. that's a very beautiful and interesting question, actually, because full moons are a time that people tend to focus on because we're letting everything go, but new moons are a beautiful time of new beginnings. It's a time where we can really start to look at what we'd like to manifest or as I prefer to view it, co-create in the world. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by co-creation is on a new moon, I, amongst other things, will normally write myself a list of that which I'd like to co-create. And I always focus it on being for the greater good of all living entities. So I'm not just asking for something that I want or desire to simply ha have a new object or or whatever in my life I'm looking mm. at the bigger picture really and how that works with the wider energies and I'm asking the universe to deliver to me mm. what is for my greater good and the greater good of all living entities so that's kind of the the view that I take with a new moon and I think that's a very powerful way to work with a new moon like a powerful all in, powerful all-encompassing way to work with the the new moon. 
I realise I probably should say, just as a bit of an overview, when we're working with the new moon, the kind of idea is these this co-creation, like you explained there, is um, to build over the, the moon as she grows in the sky, as she waxes, building up to the full moon, which is the kind of the time of completion of this co-creation. However, it can flow into the next cycle, the next cycle, the next cycle, can't it? But I wanted to ask, how do you... How do you personally find the, um, I guess, the intention of the things that you want to co-create? Like, well, how does that, how does that inspiration come to you? So normally I will sit and write a gratitude list. And this is on the new or the full moon and just focus on what I felt most grateful for over the past month or even a few months or 12 months, even, even, a, you know, lifetimes. Um, yeah. And then I, I focus on what I feel most grateful for I look at the sign that the the moon is in and then look at the specific energies that are more prominent for that moon and then I just sit with myself really and meditate perform a ritual and just think about what it is from that that comes up from my intuition that I'd like to co-create so perhaps I have some things actually that have been kind of in the forefront of my mind that I'm already thinking, okay, well, the, say the new moon is on Thursday, okay, that I, I already know this is, my life's going this way and this is what I would like to ask to co-create. But when I sit with things from a place of gratitude and then just that place of stillness, normally unexpected things will come up for me that I'd like mm. to co-create. So I'm like, oh, well, that was a bit of a surprise. I hadn't really thought that that would come up. For me so mm. really sitting with the energies for me that allows the co-creation yeah come through and I would like to say as well we don't have to write it in a list maybe don't even have to write it at all we could just visualize it um write it in list form want to write a story out of how we would like to to co-create our lives to be just whatever feels natural really at the time and yeah that's yeah. that's how I tend to work with things just see see what comes up mm, yeah I love that because that gratitude and that appreciation will get you into that that like that higher sort of not higher and but like that that expansive energy that's really kind of connected to all so then what's coming through is like you said what's what's there for the greater good of all and I think we both just talking beforehand when we were talking about manifestation and that it can be a little bit a little bit lost in our opinion, in, in, in this world, how we can kind of lost touch with really what manifestation is with that co-creation. But essentially this idea that manifestation or the idea of the, the, the things that you want, really it's about it's about getting grounded into how you want to feel first, isn't it? And then how you want to feel can then bring in maybe some things externally that reflect how you feel in your inner world. So bringing in over this new moon doesn't have to be anything physical, does it? It, it can be that feeling. It can be, yeah, it can be an energy. Um, yeah, it's just, it's more about that that sort of deeper connection to yourself and all that is, isn't it? Exactly. And I think having that intention allows us to quieten or calm our minds and just allows our heart, our soul, all of those energies to shine through really for us. Yeah. Because we can yeah. get caught up in the thinking. Definitely. Especially when we have any... lists as well, you know, like oh, co-creation yeah. lists because it's in list form so the mind can get a bit obsessed on the list. So 
Yeah, it's just breaking away from that, really. And... Dropping down into your heart, like you said, yeah. definitely. Yeah, 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 just working with the heart chakra, working with those deeper energies within us. Do you have any other particular new moon rituals? I tend to draw out my co-creations or intentions. Lovely. They're just in little pictures because it brings mm. them to life for me then. Yeah, that's really nice, that. Or if I don't have so much time to draw them out, I will sit with them, each thing, or maybe just one thing, and, and visualise it, really, really visualise it. Feel how it feels in my body, really understand embody the energy of the intention mm. yeah i love that yeah i have to say that um yeah i've had different rituals and it, it really is important to emphasize that it is based on you know the fact that life can be different every day and sometimes you can't fit in maybe what you would like to do as a full ritual um so sometimes mine can just be a meditation on an intention or it might be a meditation and a card reading for myself, or it might be quite often, I, I love to listen to music, you know, there's this song, I'll link it below actually, two songs that are called New Moon and Full Moon by Fear, and um, they have like a, a repetitive, like an affirmation, I guess, throughout it, and I love to just dance that energy and that intention within my body so the new moon I think the the lyrics are like new moon new me I am planting my seeds and it kind of just repeats and there's this really lovely feeling of um using your body to bring that in so so yeah and sometimes I've only just done that walking to work on a day when I've I've kind of yeah maybe not worked with it in its full ritual but yeah it's about what finding finding what works for you and exploring how it can be within the body as well as yeah or lists or whatever or visual drawing like you said then can be very different for all of us exactly because working with the cycles working with the lunar cycles working with the seasons anything like this it shouldn't shouldn't become a chore and put more strain on us so like you say if you're just listening to this when you're walking to work you're still, the intentions are still there. You're still working with these energies. If you've mm. got time to do a two-hour ritual ceremony and you feel called to do so, then that's fantastic. But if you only have the time to listen to a song for three minutes whilst you're walking to work, also fantastic. It's, yeah. not, it's not a sport. It's not a competition. We're not <laughs> competing. Like the moon, she is there with her energies to support you, so yeah no matter which way or form you show up absolutely so as we as the moon begins to wax which is when she's growing in the sky towards the full moon um which takes about two weeks so it's kind of like that half of the 30 isn't it so just to give you a bit of an idea of it um you'll begin to see us start coming back in the sky weather dependent of course but maybe um and i think that to be honest is probably the main way that i love to work with the moon is to just see her and see how she's reflecting back to us what's going on inside that's that's working with the moon in itself isn't it just being out and, and noticing her or being aware of her there even if she's behind a cloud i guess absolutely and it's just made me think of something actually that my husband shared with me so he was in Saudi Arabia in November into December and he was working on a music festival there and he was in in the desert basically and he could see the moon every night and he came 
So he came from Saudi Arabia to Athens, where we were living at the time. And he came back and he said, you know, I felt so connected with the moon these past couple of months because I could see the moon every night. And he kept taking pictures and sending them to me. And, you know, he was really long shifts, et cetera, et cetera, on a, on a live music event. So he wouldn't have had time to do like ritual or ceremony or anything like that. But just by the very act of looking at the moon, because he was on night shifts every night and paying attention to her, he was connected to her energies. So like you say, just just observing the moon, simply just going outside to look at the moon, if you can see her in the sky, is a beautiful, beautiful thing as well. Oh, yeah, that's gorgeous. How lovely. Did that kind of... um. Uh, yeah, did that kind of help him be able to have that connection to himself as well throughout such what was a very busy period? Yeah, yeah, it did, I think. Just that quiet reflection time. Yeah. Just at night, just to look up at the moon and just just have that connection, really. Yeah. Because we will do some lunar ceremonies and rituals and things together at times. Yeah. It's not so busy with work, so... Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. It just shows, doesn't it? It just shows that it can, within this modern world, and this is the point of this series as well, is within this modern world, we can still work with the cycles depending on what our jobs do. You know, we can still have that connection. It's a beautiful connection to yourself. And I think the lunar cycle is one of those ones that can keep you quite grounded and connected throughout because of how, I don't want to say quick or fast necessarily, but it is a shorter cycle that you can connect to so so yeah effectively as the moon is waxing up to the full moon we're, we're kind of our energies building isn't it we're beginning to maybe if we take if we've got some action steps towards what it is that we were wanting to co-create we're working on them um and we're just yeah the energy can grow you might be feeling a little bit more confidence a little bit more outward energy to be around people um and move more and things i always feel like in, I don't know if you have this in the, in the waxing period. I just have so much more physical energy that I'm like, woo, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that's I kind of a sorry, Becca. It's like, yeah, no, no, that was. It's just to say, to absolute bills on that. Is there anything else you would say about the waxing moon? Yeah, I would say, like you said there, if you've got kind of actions that you need to be taking, so that's the whole point of the co-creation. You're asking to co-create. So you're then taking responsibility within that for what the actions that you need to be taken to help to co-create that. So perhaps you've had a a wish around changing careers mm. and you, you want to be like moving towards a new career. So you would then take actions. So you would start to like maybe look at your CV, what type of jobs, like what you would like them to look like. And you're really just taking the, the aligned action towards what it is that you've asked to co-create rather than this kind of list of manifestation of I would like this, this and this and sitting back and waiting for the universe to deliver because it, it does not strictly work like that. It requires yeah. some action from us as well. And mm. yeah, I think when the universe can see that you're taking that aligned action, that's when she delivers <laughs> yeah in my that's experience. it that's it so that's the co-creation in motion there and yeah. yeah you're right actually it's this is a time 
it's good to mention that it's the time when the moon's so i guess as it's waxing that can be the time when if we can it's not always possible that but that could be the time that we plan things maybe we have a business and we plan to build on growing maybe a project or a launch for example over the waxing moon or like you said you look for a job so you maybe work out what you want to put in CV, you start looking for the jobs that inspired action. Um, it can be the time when you maybe plan a more full calendar, if that's something, maybe social events. Um, and it, it's something that you can begin to work with as as much as possible, really, in that sense, um, to bring that co-creation into action as we lead up to the full moon, which is probably the part of the cycle that most people maybe know the most. And at the same time, I think it's one of those ones that's, well, it's hard to miss. I think most people know how beautiful a full moon is because she's just so bright in the sky. It's when the earth is between the sun and the moon. And yeah, Dave always says that he works um, within the police. He's always said, as though he's a little bit, you know, he's not fully spiritual in the same way that I am, but he's like, there's something that happens over that full moon. There is something that goes on with the work that they get and stuff. And you hear it a lot in, in the different emergency services. So there's that big heightening energy, isn't there, over yeah. the full moon? And I think there's that whole idea that you can, well, where does lunatic come from? I mean, I say that's where it comes from, isn't it? It's the, it's the full moon, the word lunatic. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's what sometimes the full moon, the full moon, I don't know if this, if you feel this as well, but sometimes we feel working towards that something, whatever that is, but we're struggling to get towards that. Or maybe we haven't been aware of what's really going on within us. The full moon can really illuminate what's there. And that can actually sometimes be be difficult and not always the, the easiest thing to deal with. It heightens it all, doesn't it? Exactly. Because it can put things in front of you. Like this is what's been stood in your way. Mm-hmm. And we tend to often resist as well so it can feel like a very push and pull energy like oh you know so I think just embracing the energy and understanding that this part of the cycle will show you what yes what what it is that needs to be released yeah because hold on and hold on and hold on through cycles and cycles and cycles we're not really serving ourselves in our purest purest form or serving our higher selves we actually had a a follow-up question from the question about working with the new moon energy and Mm. someone said that the funny thing is for them is that they find it easier and more energizing to do new moon rituals for me harder is there an explanation Mm mm-hmm and I think yeah. it is because it's a time for releasing and we can resist that releasing because we like to, our comfort, that comfort part of ourselves likes to hold on to these ideas and conditioning and things that are maybe standing in the way of our higher purpose. So I think that's the explanation really to the formings being more difficult. Yeah. And I guess the new moon, I know I feel it as well. The new moon, you know, you've got to the the end of the last cycle and you're starting a new one. So it's a bit like your energy is maybe lowest and you're just ready for that energy to come back and start growing over the waxing. And you're ready to have new beginnings, particularly for cycles being difficult. So I find the new moon easier sometimes, particularly when the full moon's illuminated something, spotlighted something that has been like, whew 
there's that block, this needs to be released. And that's, it can be hard to do that. And as, as the moon wanes, our energy is reducing, but we are letting go. And that can be a very intense energy, can't it? It can, yeah. And I was just going to say that intense, that's what it is. It's intense. So you, yeah. you can feel the intensity of it. And I would say, although you're working with the full moon energy, ideally running up to the full moon, you can still feel that energy after. So you've released and then you're like, gosh, I still feel that intensity. It's still there, yeah. you know, even like five days later. Yeah. Just like all the cycles, isn't it? Yeah. Like there's no sort of just definite end. There's, it's yeah. a flow. Yeah, it's a flow into it. Do you have any particular ways in which you perform a new, uh, sorry, a forming ritual? Mm. So I, again, I, I probably my absolute main thing is through dance. So I listen to Fia's full moon song, <laughs> which, how does that go again? I know, I know them, uh, full moon glow, I am bright and beautiful. And I like that because it really highlights, you know, you might have completed something for your, you know, the intentions that you set over the new moon as you built up. Um, and it's a really nice time to release. So for me, it's usually a meditation, um, there's somebody in particular I follow on YouTube. I really like her meditations, which I can link below. They're about sort of 10, 15 minutes long. So easily workable. Um, a dance, usually focusing on um, card readings for myself or what I can let go. And I should say, I forgot to say, for both the new moon and full moon, I pull a goddess card from a goddess deck that I have. And um, I focus on, I ask the question of what um, energy should I embody for this waning or waxing cycle? And so I work with then that goddess energy. That works really well for me. And also sometimes in the full moon, I don't always do this, but um, I, I tend to write down what I'm going to let go. And then sometimes I'll go outside and, and burn that as well, burn that piece of paper that it's written on and release it um, out into nature. Although I seem to really struggle to just burn things. I don't know if it's because my, I don't want to let go of it, <laughs> but I'm like, why does this always blow out? And why can't I burn this whole thing? So that's interesting in itself. <laughs> but yeah, do you have anything? Uh, pretty much uh, perhaps resistance like you say with the burning as well um but yeah n normally a burn ritual for the yeah. the full moon if I can if not I will rip the paper just so it's yeah it's released in that way I will also write a gratitude list like I said with the full moon as well so focus on the gratitude focus on the sign that the moon is in and the energies of that and just sit with that with meditation sometimes I bring other things in like dance or it just depends really like how I'm feeling another mm. good way to visualize what I'd like to release that I do before I burn the paper that anything's written on is I will take each thing on my list because I normally write a list form because I'm mm -hmm. Virgo energy so I just like this yep, yep. Um, I feel that. <laughs> and so I just I, I look at everything I close my eyes I visualize it I really think about like how it's made me feel like the deep-rooted feeling of it and then I have a pink bubble that I put mm. in and then I do each thing and I put them one by one after visualizing into the pink bubble and if I can sit in front of the full moon I will visualize the pink bubble and I will send the pink bubble to the moon, send it off to mm. her and just ask the moon to help me release yeah. that which no longer serves my higher 
greater good. Yeah, that's gorgeous. So that before I burn helps me to energetically, then the burning is the physical burning. Yeah, that's really good to honour it in both ways, in the physical, but also in the energetic, because sometimes you do like you write down something and you burn it or whatever, but you haven't sometimes you haven't quite energetically let it go and sometimes like you said the moon's there to help you so release it to the moon and and you know she's there to support you so that's a really nice way of doing a visualization to help with that energetic release definitely yeah definitely and I would say as well around it depends which which sign we're in and also I look deeper into like which Mm -hmm. which house I'm in at the time but that's kind of like deeper deeper work yeah Um, but I will look at specific um, chants to work with or mm. goddesses to work with. Mm-hmm. I look at different rays of light that I can be working with, different plants or animals that I might feel drawn to. And mm-hmm. say if there's a particular plant, then I might go and purchase a plant or buy it in oil form. It just depends, really. I'll just have a good research of the the general energy of this particular new or full moon and then just look at anything I can be working with to support me and then just bring in what I feel called to bring in and work with and then that's it yeah that it can also support us if we're working with like various chants or rays of light or plants Mm. just over the weeks after the full moon just to carry on with that release yeah I love that. Yeah. And and you just show there as well that it's about our intuition and it, there are infinite ways that we can work with the moon. And I know you mentioned there you touched upon the signs, um, which is going in a bit deeper into the moon. But um, just, I guess, to give an overview, the idea is is that the, that the moon is in, in different signs at different parts of the year and different parts of the the cycle isn't so the new moon is usually within the sun sign that we're in isn't it and then the full moon's the opposing one which you might you know it took me a while to understand to work out which ones the opposing ones are but another great i found kirsty gallagher's luna living really good for that because she talks through the different energies so you're effectively using those signs those astrological signs um, and they have an influence on what that kind of moon is um, and I thought at the end of this, we could make, because when this comes out, I think on the 5th of February, there'll be the um, Leo full moon. So we can maybe talk about that at the end and then people can have a little bit of an idea of how that feels. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a fab idea. Yeah. 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 Then you can have an idea, everybody, because I know I know how overwhelming this can be. <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those, isn't it? But it's when you yeah. can really get deeper into it, when you can work with the signs, but you don't need to, of course. Definitely. And that brings me on to another question, actually, um, that yeah. someone in our communities asked was how to track the moon cycles without it becoming a chore or stress if you are disorganised. Ooh, lovely. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a bunch of ways you can you can do it, isn't there? But um, I know you can get apps, can't you? Apps that tell you I've got calendars that have the moon cycles on. And in general just beginning to journal more and more and noting down what what part of the cycle we're in and eventually you slowly begin to become a little bit more aware of it don't you and then also how you feel throughout it it takes a few cycles to get this but yeah that's how I would suggest is there anything else you would add to that I would say so I have a calendar and I have all of the um, moon cycles 
in in the calendar and which sign it's in and the time Mm -hmm. and then just a little description so I can just it's just on my work calendar basically so I can just look through that but you can you could add it to like your google calendar or your you know your apple calendar or whatever whatever really Um, but Mm -hmm. apps as well are great to keep track of it I've also just started a monthly newsletter for this year which is on working with the cycles and in that at the end of every month I do a roundup of what's coming the month ahead so that will include the new and full moon. I just a very brief overview of how to work with it. So it won't be like any in-depth ceremony or ritual. It will just be, this is a date, this is a time. This is kind of an overview of it. And just a few suggestions from me based on like past practices and things. So that could be a quick and easy way if that resonates with you. I'll pop the um, sign up to my newsletter, Wild Souls Word in the show notes so you can sign up to that if you did want to get more information that way but I think just quick easy snippets like that really or perhaps following people on Instagram yeah remind you yeah of that's really good when the lunar cycles are coming um but obviously we don't want to be tied to, to social media constantly to have reminders of these things it's nice to have a little reminder on your phone or something isn't it or yeah definitely definitely um yeah we can definitely link your uh letters below your email letters which are really good and like you said it's a really great way of being reminded especially if someone oh pop up in my emails (laughs) and you can just have a little bit of an idea of what's going on energetically at that time so so yeah yeah there's lots of ways we can track it so it's a good question though but eventually you do just sort of get into it don't you You sort of start thinking right it's just been a new moon two weeks ish time is a full moon and two weeks ish time is my new moon and you you do get there eventually but like as always we just need to get attuned to it in the beginning which can help with different types of um different types of tracking so definitely question though yeah fantastic question because i think that's the thing in our modern busy world it can become very overwhelming especially if we're putting too much pressure on ourselves to do the longer ceremonies or rituals so it's all about doing what feels good for you and I think that's what our upcoming workshop is is really kind of that was the basis behind it wasn't it it was for working with nature cycles and this one's going to be our spring magic workshop and we will run through uh, lunar energies in this workshop as well and different various rituals ceremonies energetic practices meditations just to give you an overview of like different things that you can be working with it's just to give you that foundation to go away and work with things in the way that feels good for you in the way that feels intuitively aligned rather than just adding more things to your to-do list and and turning into kind of a a list of personal development it's just a tune into it isn't it Becca really rather than yeah (laughs) definitely that's it it's um making it like but it's also making it fun isn't it it's making it fun and it's making you realize that you know you don't have we're giving you ideas of where you can work with these different rituals and these different parts of nature but it's for you to then take away what feels right for you to take away it's to, to show you this all um and it feel fun and not feel like a chore or another list because that is something we get we get stuck in but um I think we both know that very well as we both love a list and we're both very much Virgo sometimes aren't we and it's remembering that you know (laughs) um 
sometimes they can end up controlling our lives and that's not the point the idea is this for you to kind of find your own flow through your life isn't it absolutely yeah it's connecting you with your natural flow your natural rhythms so our workshop will run on the 4th and 5th of february we'll put all of the details in the show notes and we also have a a free workshop which is an overview of working with nature cycles and that will be coming up on the 29th of january and we'll also share the link in the show notes oh no it would have passed i'm sorry by the time we finish recording this episode yeah it will have done however we will have the instagram q a going on we will um, yes. a couple of days after that and then obviously the, the workshop will be that weekend so that's nice and fresh but i thought i'll just thought i just thought if we finished off um we're waning and then i wondered if we should touch upon the dark moon a little bit because that can be quite an intense time can't it yeah 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 it mm. can definitely i felt well that's where we're at right now though people listening won't d- just ignore that <laughs> because that's where we're kind of recording now but essentially when we're going from that full moon um we're waning we're waning down and the dark moon dark moon is a period just before the new moon isn't it where we can be really energetically at our lowest so the wanings that letting go what are we letting go of our energy is reducing it's a time where we can maybe tie up some loose ends and things that we maybe want to kind of just wrap up before we we kind of go a bit more inwards um and so the dark moon for me feels i can feel very energetically low which has been typically difficult as somebody who's always thought that busy and doing was the way you should be, but definitely leaning into that more now. And it's a real intuitive connecting time when you can start to to really let go and think about what you want to bring in the new moon. Um, So if the energies are difficult, that might be why. And this is the amazing thing about the cycle, isn't it? Is it can make you then go, okay, right. Rather than going, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? You can look at the lunar cycle and go, ah, actually that might be why I'm feeling low energy or or some fear is coming up at this point so um how do you feel around the dark moon yeah it's yeah it's the same it's not time to go inwards isn't it and really take stock and look at what we want to be co-creating in the world Mm. but it's it's just a time of stillness isn't it yeah. that deep inner stillness and connecting with that energy so it can almost feel a bit flat mm, yeah yeah flat's a good word yeah just a bit flat like okay I'm almost ready to take action but <laughs> I'm not ready to take action because I'm being pulled yeah it's rooted downwards yeah hello transitions again yeah. that difficult that little bit that we don't really like because we like (laughs) we like an a and a b we don't like the in between so much do we as humans yeah no this is the thing yeah as humans it's like that certainty isn't it we like that certainty of this or that and these between stages we can tend to get a bit confused or not quite sure what's going on and yeah i think from like the feedback i've received from a lot of people they feel these energies and they say, okay, well, I feel these energies and I'd like to work with them more. But I'm not sure how. And it's amazing like how many people just naturally feel it and, and resonate with the energies and kind of are fascinated by them as well. So, Yeah, that is amazing, isn't it? Like I said, it's all within us. And hopefully this episode serves 
you all as well and being able to kind of give you an idea of of working with the lunar cycle and where to begin and i mean probably for all our episodes it's a case of of taking what what feels right for you isn't it and and leaving the rest and just seeing where your intuition is drawing you and you might just want to start working with the new moon with the full moon maybe maybe you develop that um, oh yeah, we were going to just quickly mention um, a little bit about the Leo full moon, which will be on the 5th of February, which will be just a few days after this has been released. Is there anything you would like to share on that? Yeah, so it's a, it's a, Leo's very like fiery, isn't it? Like outer energy. Mm. It's a very like passionate, fierce energy. So I think that yeah, for me, the Leo forming can bring up feelings around things that I might feel very passionate about, but yet that I still need to be letting go of. Yeah. So it can be a huge time of resistance, actually. Yeah, it's, it's maybe a difficult moon for you. Yeah, maybe I'm holding on to it a lot more. Hmm. But also the fire in Leo can support that. and Yeah. Push it out, push it you know help us to help that burn help that release yeah yeah definitely it's it's it's, it's which way the energy flows where you're at isn't it and i know um for me leo i actually quite like leo leo it's that heart energy as well isn't it and i think i seem to connect to that most when it comes to leo um and it really supported me last year um that was more for the new moon in actual the leo time so we'll see how this full moon feels as well but essentially as this full moon as as we're sort of continue waxing throughout this week these energies could be coming up couldn't they that kind of that fierce energy but passions may be showing up um something maybe even them strong emotions and with that heart connection as well there could be anything to do with love coming up that could be self-love that could be love of the earth it could be anything else and so it's a it's a real like you said it can be a real fiery um energizing energy but that like going towards the full moon can also be difficult sometimes so it's just an idea for people to i guess look at how they can how you can begin to work with the um astrology within the moons as well but without without being too overwhelming (laughs) definitely so i I suppose like you've said there, it's about heart energy. So it's about connecting with your heart and asking your heart what it would like to release. Yeah. Than drop down the, from the head again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drop down from the head, get out of the head and into the heart and ask the heart. Yeah. I love it. It's a lovely one. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, I love the moon. I really do. <laughs> Me too. It's, such a, it's a good one, isn't it? So lovely. Is there anything else you would like to share as we, we close this final of our three? No, I think that's everything, actually, Becca. I think that's, yeah. Otherwise, I, I feel like we could be talking for a couple of weeks on. Yeah, we genuinely could. Yeah. <laughs> So if anybody want, has any more questions, do send them in to us. There'll be links in the show notes and we can cover this on an Instagram live on the first. So a couple of days from this one being released. Um, so any questions on the lunar cycle, the seasons, the Celtic wheel, you can ask questions on our workshop. Um, and yeah, just uh, don't be afraid to get in touch. We're here to help and support you. So, so yeah, do reach out. Thank you so much, Becca. Thank you. Thank you everybody for listening. Bye. Thank you everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. 
Thank you very much, everyone.